Welcome. You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello, this is Martin Grote with an article from the February-March 2022 issue of Forbes magazine, America's premier business magazine, brought to you by Airs LA. This article, The Next Picture Show, on page 44. The past two years have been horrific for movie theaters, unless you're Mitch Roberts. While most venues remain shut, the 27-year-old entrepreneur doubled down on his vision, transforming a mundane trip to the movies into a memorable event with bowling, arcade games, laser tag, food, and booze. By Chris Hellman. When Texas Governor Greg Abbott allowed the state's COVID-shuttered movie theaters to reopen at 25% of capacity on May 1, 2020, most operators took a pass, never mind the possibility of hosting a super-spreader. With no new releases and few patrons, the economics just didn't make sense. Mitch Roberts disagreed. Only 25 years old, he had built Austin-based Evo Entertainment up to six sites in Texas with 57 screens, 38 bowling alleys, full meal service, 200 arcade games, and a hefty $42 million in debt. When his operations had to close six weeks earlier, he says, My initial reaction was fear. My immediate second reaction was, Let's get ready for reopening. Roberts began showing cult classics like Grease and The Goonies to sparse indoor crowds and rented out idle auditoriums to gamers who wanted to play Fortnite on a 65-foot screen. He improvised new revenue streams, painting the exterior of two multiplexes white to serve as drive-in screens, turning nine acres of cow pasture into paintball courses, and packaging gallon jugs of margaritas and at-home movie night snacks for pickup and delivery. While many competitors remained shut, he generated buzz with a summer drive-in film festival and a faux pumpkin patch offering horror flicks and Halloween milkshakes, both spiked and alcohol-free. Others took the batten-down-the-hatches approach, he says. We took the remind-people-there's-a-place-for-you-here approach. Nevertheless, Evo's revenues fell 60% to just $20 million in 2020. Roberts stayed afloat only due to temporary forbearance from his bank, and then $21 million from the federal government from a fund specifically earmarked for shuttered entertainment venues. An absolute miracle, he says. Between Robert's hustling and Texas's earlier relaxation of COVID restrictions, Evo crawled back far faster than many of his cinema peers. In 2021, sales were just 15% lower than in 2019, and by the second quarter, the operation turned profitable again. Roberts owned 60% of Evo. His two sisters, the rest. As the pandemic has dragged on, a handful of chains announced permanent closings, while others, such as Austin-based Alamo Drafthouse, which pioneered serving booze to moviegoers a quarter century ago, reorganized in bankruptcy. But Roberts went into expansion mode, scooping up four darkened Texas facilities, including South Lake Town Square in Dallas, which he is now turning into a flagship with seven dine-in theaters, heated recliners, laser tag, bumper cars, mini-golf, and an indoor ropes course. To bankroll $30 million in renovations on those four properties and fund further expansion without adding to his $40 million in bank debt, 
Roberts has enlisted Brian Sheffield, a 43-year-old centi-millionaire. I thought he was crazy at first, admits Sheffield, a third-generation oil man. But after months of discussions, he concluded Roberts was onto something. The crowd business would survive not only COVID, but also streaming and cheap 65-inch TVs. We live in an experience economy. People crave experiences. They want to get together, declares Roberts, a member of this year's Forbes 30 Under 30 class. Under their deal, Sheffield's family office has committed up to $125 million to renovate and buy properties. Evo will get a management fee of around 2.5% of revenues on Sheffield-funded properties, and if they clear profitability hurdles, some equity too. Maybe it's not surprising Sheffield and Roberts hit it off. Both went into family businesses but branched out on their own. Sheffield started Parsley Energy in 2008 by taking over management of 109 of his grandpa's old oil wells and securing drilling rights from there. Last year, Parsley was acquired by rival Pioneer National Resources, run by Sheffield's father, for $4.5 billion in stock. Roberts, for his part, is a fourth-generation movie theater entrepreneur. Most notably, his maternal grandfather, Lee Roy Mitchell, founded Cinemark and at 85 is still chairman with a 9% stake, now worth $150 million, in the 524-theater, 5,897-screen chain. As a kid, Robert swept up popcorn and refilled pickle jars at a cinema owned by his parents. That experience led him to hate pickles and crave a piece of the action. At 13, when Grandpa Lee Roy gave him a pricey Big Buck Hunter Pro two-shooter arcade game for Christmas, he moved it, with Grandpa's okay, to his parents' theater and split the revenue with them 50-50, using his share to buy additional money-making arcade games. By 17, Roberts was aiming to take entertainment complexes like Dave and Buster's to the next level. On a fishing trip, he asked Grandpa Lee Roy for financial backing. The old man turned him down, but agreed to help hone his 50-page business plan. Connections and Grandpa's advice helped open doors for Roberts. Even so, eight banks and family offices turned him down before Capital One agreed to lend the teen $15 million to buy 10 acres in Kyle, Texas, 22 miles south of Austin, and build his first complex there. With financing lined up, in 2014, Roberts dropped out of his freshman year at Texas State to build a 70,000-square-foot facility, including 11 screens, 14 bowling lanes, a video game arcade, and a full kitchen, producing gastro-pub fare, burgers, pizza, even teriyaki salmon. He quickly spent every penny of the $15 million and will soon upgrade the movie seats to $600 recliners with trays. It's all luxury with a purpose. Just as traditional movie theaters basically break even on the box office, but make their money selling popcorn and jumbo sodas, Evo uses its movies as bait to sell patrons higher margin items. Roberts forks over 55% of box office receipts to the studios, but keeps nearly all revenue from bowling, arcade games, popcorn, beer, and margaritas, with gross profit margins as high as 90%. To balance his own inexperience, Roberts stocked Evo's executive team with cinema and restaurant veterans. Following, he says, Grandpa's admonition, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. In 2020, he also scooped up Alamo Drafthouse's longtime chief operating officer. Roberts' timing was right. 
Blockbuster hits like Jurassic World, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, and Black Panther helped the U.S. box office gross more than $11 billion each year from 2015 through 2019. Roberts expanded and borrowed another $25 million from Capital One to build a 10-screen location in Schertz, 22 miles from San Antonio. It opened in 2019. That year, Avengers Endgame became the second-highest-grossing movie of all time and gave Evo its best revenue weekend ever. In all, Evo booked $50 million from 2.5 million guests in 2019, an average of $20 per admission. His best locations generated $25 plus ahead, with operating margins of 20% above the industry average. Then COVID-19 hit. The domestic box office take collapsed to $2.1 billion in 2020, crawling back to $4.5 billion in 2021. This past December, Robert saw his big event approach deliver again when Evo sold 62,000 opening weekend tickets to Spider-Man No Way Home, topping even Avengers in 2019. This being Texas, despite the rampaging Omicron variant, there were no vaccine requirements, temperature checks, or capacity limits. On Christmas Eve, the Robert Sheffield Partnership completed its first big deal, with Sheffield paying an estimated $70 million for the nine-location suburban showbiz chain built by Robert's maternal uncle beginning in 2015. We like boom burbs. I love to see a new high school being built, Robert says. The pair is scouting for deals nationwide, initially only in COVID-relaxed Texas, Florida, and Colorado. No one is buying cinemas and concert venues, but they're not going away, Sheffield says. When lockdowns are over, the pent-up demand will be serious. Now with 16 locations, 148 screens, and 108 bowling lanes, Roberts expects more than $125 million in sales this year, and he's still tweaking his pandemic-era model. We're experimenting with pods, he says. That's a love seat for two, with distance and privacy from fellow moviegoers be it for COVID protection or other benefits. And that concludes The Next Picture Show by Chris Hellman. If you'd like to find out more about Airs LA and the types of programs we offer, follow us by clicking on any of the social media links on the Airs LA webpages. If you like what you see or hear, please click the like button. I'm Martin Grote, and I'll be back soon with other articles from Forbes magazine. Thank you for listening.